Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. It's a blowout. Eighth inning, 10-3. Bases are loaded for Verlander, who waits out of the real He swings, and it's a high fly ball. Deep center field. It is gone. Home run. And a huge backflip to celebrate. All right, Ben, start the show already. What is up, everybody? Welcome into another episode of Flippin' Bass. Today is Tuesday, which means only one thing, that it is this week in Otani News Week. We also have Take It or Leave It and a top five list for you. My favorite rotation, my top five dream rotation of current players. So I'll put that together in just a little while. But we're going to start with my favorite segment this week in Shohei Otani news. We're going to talk about his outing on Saturday. We're going to talk about his home run on Sunday. We're going to talk about the elite company that he has joined. And also Ichiro Suzuki entering the Mariners Hall of Fame and getting a little shout-out from Shohei Otani as well. So let's start with his pitching performance on Saturday. It was incredible again. Seven innings pitched, two hits, nine strikeouts, and zero earned runs. He was out there throwing 100 miles an hour again. This sinker that he has just started throwing, by the way, was nasty. Now, his command is still not perfectly there with it. Mind you, he just learned to pitch. He just came up with this and started throwing it. So, obviously, it's a work in progress, which I think is fair. But when it is on, it is a very useful pitch and just helps him dominate even more than he already is. Um, he, he was just disgusting again. Not a single earned run. Lowers his ERA big time. Nine strikeouts, which puts him, again, in even more elite in elite territory. This year, Shohei Otani leads baseball in outings with nine or more strikeouts. Most nine-plus strikeout games this season. Shohei Otani at 11. Garrett Cole... Also tied with him at 11. Um, Corbin Burns, Carlos Rodon, Shane McClanahan, Aaron Nola, Robbie Ray, all coming in right behind him. But Shohei Otani is at the top of this lead and added to that on Saturday with just, just a typical Shohei Otani performance. That's what it is at this point. It's, it's your stereotypical Shohei performance. And he followed it up the very next day, Sunday, with a home run, because of course he did. He pitches seven shutout innings on Saturday night and then follows it up less than 24 hours later with an opposite field home run, his 28th of the season. (laughs) 
Unbelievable. I continue to not have the words to describe what we are seeing here. But it is special. It is magical. 28th home run on Sunday. That's what he did over the weekend. Saturday, dominant outing. Sunday, 28th home run on the year. Friday, he had his 75th RBI come on an RBI triple, which puts him, again, in elite territory. He joins only Hideki Matsui as the only Japanese-born players with multiple seasons of 75 or more RBI. He had 100 last year, and he's at 75 this year with over a month to go. So he did this in in, in back-to-back years. He became the only Japanese-born player other than Hideki Matsui with two or more seasons of 75 or more home runs. Truly unbelievable. Trent Russ tweeted this. Just for those who may be confused on who to vote for for AL MVP, Shohei Otani just outdoled Alec Manoa, tossing seven scoreless innings with nine Ks on the road, only to back it up with a three-hit day, including a home run. <sighs> Listen to me. I could go on about this AL MVP discussion for many hours. And I'm sure there will be more days where I bring it up. But for right now, I want to say this. I don't care. And I am tired of hearing every time I bring up Shohei Otani, Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge is having a phenomenal year. Incredible year. And I hope he breaks the all-time home run record. And I'm not going to sit here right now and argue against him winning the AL MVP. If it happens, it happens. It wouldn't be my vote, but he's having a great year. What we're seeing from Shohei Otani is more than that. This has been two consecutive years now of the greatest baseball player that we have ever seen. And he's doing it again. He's pitching better this year than he was last year. He is having an unbelievable season. So if you want to sit there and tell me that Shohei isn't the MVP solely because the team he plays on isn't as good as the New York Yankees, then so be it. I'm done arguing that point. I want to appreciate Shohei Otani for what he does night in and night out for two years in a row now. He was the unanimous MVP last year. He's having an arguably better season this year than he was last year. And I'm not going to, I just, I get tired of bringing up his name and celebrating him. And the only thing I hear is, oh, well, he's not going to win the MVP to Aaron Judge. I don't care anymore. If your vote is Aaron Judge, great. Mine would be Shohei Otani for what he's done now two years in a row. It is special. It is magical. It is the greatest two years we have seen in the history of Major League Baseball, and I will continue to celebrate that for as long as I can. That's what I'm going to do. He deserves it. That's how good he is. I just get blown away. This weekend was just less than 24 hours after throwing seven shutout innings. He hits an opposite field home run and has three hits, and he outdueled Alec Manoa on the weekend. Unbelievable. Also a part of that outing, he now has the most innings pitched for the Angels 
as well as the most plate appearances. Most innings pitched, most plate appearances. That's the first time that this has happened since 1876. 1876, when Jim Devlin did it for the old Louisville Grays. That's pretty special. And he's always doing things like that. Leads the team in innings pitched and plate appearances. That is pretty cool. Uh, but also over the weekend, uh, a little bit different here, a little change of pace, because this happened up in Seattle with Ichiro Suzuki. Shohei Otani was part of the celebration video that was shown for Ichiro as he was getting inducted into the Seattle Mariners Hall of Fame. Only the 10th member of the Seattle Mariners Hall of Fame, which is really cool and really special. But I was able to watch that game and to see that video, and uh, it was really cool seeing Shohei popped up. Mike Trout was there as well. Um, Pujols was in it as well. So just to see it, just to see Shohei Otani be part of that, knowing he Ichiro is one of his idols growing up. How could he not be? I, I wanted to be like Ichiro. Ichiro is incredible. He would be if you combine all of his hits in the United States and all of his hits in Japan, he would be the all-time hits leader in the record books, passing Pete Rose. He still holds the MLB record for hits in a single season, by the way. 262 hits in 2004. So Ichiro Suzuki, 10th member of the Mariners Hall of Fame, 10-time All-Star, 2001 AL MVP. He's a two-time AL batting champion, a 10-time Gold Glove Award winner. Ichiro Suzuki, when you look back in baseball, there's not many guys that you can just call by one name, and you know exactly who they're talking about. In fact, he even had his one name on the back of his jersey. It's just and always will be Ichiro. So congratulations to Ichiro for getting inducted into the Mariners Hall of Fame. What an incredible career. He had 10 career 200-plus hit seasons which ties with Pete Rose for the most in, ML, in MLB history. He's also the only player in MLB history to record 10 straight 200-plus hit seasons. He did it 10 years in a row. That is unbelievable. He's the Mariners' all-time hits leader, all-time triples leader, all-time stolen base leader, and he is one of seven players in MLB history with 3,000 or more hits, 500 or more stolen bases, one of only seven. That is pretty special. Ichiro is a very special player. It was really well done. The entire ceremony was so cool. King Griffey Jr. was on hand. Ichiro, in his speech, said, one of the highlights of my career, when I look back, is being able to call King Griffey Jr. a teammate. The entire ceremony was so cool, a special ceremony. Shohei Otani was involved as well in the video, and um, 
just really special from start to finish. So uh, the exact Ichiro quote on Griffey. He was my idol even before I came to America. Yes, he's a jokester, but for me, he's also a true professional. He helped me in more ways than I can express. Being his teammate is truly one of my career highlights. Really cool, really special for Ichiro. Congratulations to him. Another fantastic week for Shohei Otani. He continues to prove that he is the greatest baseball player we may have ever seen. That's how special he is. And that does it for this week's edition of This Week in Shohei Otani News. Let's move on now to some take it or leave it. I'm going to bring producer Taylor back out. Producer Taylor, it has been a while, my friend. I haven't been able to, to do episodes with you much because we weren't very close in proximity, in case you haven't heard. But I am back. We are back in studio, and the band is back together, my friend. Yeah, look at us, huh? Look at us. Back together. Who would have thought? Some people are calling their second favorite segment behind this week in Shohei Otani News. It's on the internet. <laughs> That's what they're saying. Some people are saying that. But uh, yes. let's All right. get what you got for to me today? it. All right, yeah. We kind of talked about it in Monday's show. Uh, the Yankees kind of skidding a little bit. Rough patch. Uh, Nastor, uh, nasty Nestor on the IL, so... Things are kind of hitting there. They've had a rough patch, too, getting to the ALCS. They've only been twice in the past decade. So, question is, the Yankees will advance past the ALDS. Take it or leave it. Mm. Mm. Um, Yankees will advance past the ALDS. I'm going to take it. I believe in them. I believe they are one of the best teams in baseball, and I do believe, despite them going 9-20 and in their first 29 games after the All-Star break, look, I, I don't like... Injuries aren't an excuse for the Yankees and how they were playing post-All-Star break. They are way too talented to be 9-20. and But that, that's just it. They were on a historic pace. I still believe that they are going to get one of the top two seeds in the American League, which is what you need to get the bye. And I do still believe that they are one of the best two teams. I, I believe it's them and the Astros. Um, so I'm going to take that they advance past the ALDS. Um, there are some tough matchups for them if they happen. I believe the Mariners are a tough matchup. But for the sake of this segment, where it's I have to take it or leave it and not vary and sway from the opinion here, I'm going to take it. The Yankees are fine. They're not as good as they were at the beginning of the year, and they are a lot better than they are and were playing after the All-Star break. It's somewhere in the middle, and that middle ground is a fantastic baseball team, which is what the Yankees are. I am taking that they make it past the ALDS. It's a good call. It's almost like the Yankees could use a guy like Jordan Montgomery or, you know, that could be helpful. But uh, uh, Imagine if they had a guy like him on their team. Moving on, staying in the uh, AL East, one of the most exciting baseball teams we got, the Baltimore Orioles. They're about two games out of the wild card. So, question is, the Baltimore Orioles will make the playoffs. Take it or leave it. Mm. I like that you asked me this. I don't like the answer I'm going to give. I, I can tell you that right now. I'm going to give you an answer, and I'm not going to like it. My answer is I'm going to leave it. I don't think they make the playoffs. Do I, I want them to? 
what they have been doing is incredible. Um, the run that they have been on, there's some magic happening in Birdland right now. Um, but along to your point, imagine if the Yankees had Jordan Montgomery. Imagine if the Orioles had like a Trey Mancini or a Jorge Lopez. Oh, man. That, that reason right there is why I'm so disappointed in their trade deadline. People, look, did I want them to be buyers at this trade deadline? Well, I don't know. I'm on the fence there. But did I want them to get rid of Trey Mancini and Jorge Lopez? No, absolutely not. So I guess along to that point, yes, they should have been buyers. They're ready. They're close. The future is is starting to get here. I'm not even going to say the future is now, but it's starting to get here. Adley Rutschman is a stud. They have some studs in the minor leagues. This team is exciting. They're a lot of fun. They're going on a run. They're just out of a wild card spot, but I don't think they're there just yet. So for that reason, I'm going to leave it. I think uh, I think there's three other teams in the American League that are going to grab a spot ahead of them. Yeah, who would have thought? Who would have thought if uh, you know Trey Mancini could have been uh, some of help to those Orioles? But we're going from the AL to the mm-hmm. NL, talking NL Cy Young. Sandy Alcantara has mm-hmm. been dominating all year. Had a rough couple of games, bounced back shoved against the Dodgers it's kind of him Tony G there's some other guys in there but the question is Sandy Alcantara will win the NL Cy Young race take it or leave it so I never want to say that something like is solidified in August when there's still a month to go but that start against the Dodgers sure felt like it wrapped up the Cy Young award for Sandy Alcantara. It was, I mean, it was dominant. And against the best team in baseball, um, to do what he did, man, really good. He has he has more innings than everybody else in baseball by a long shot. Nobody's even close to touching how many innings he has thrown. So um, I'm going to take it. I'm going to say Sandy Alcantara wins the NL Cy Young Award. Yeah, I think it's his to lose for sure. The innings thing is just bananas. Complete games is ridiculous. But moving on, uh, I know you're a big card guy. Recently, Mickey Mantle baseball card sold for $12.6 million. That is a lot of dollars. Uh, The question is, is it worth it? And are you taking it or leaving it? Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Well, that's a good question. And the card game in baseball just the card game in general i think around all sports has just gone to astronomical heights of late and the most recent example is this pristine mickey mantle card going for 12.6 million dollars now 
I'm gonna I'm gonna take it. Now I'm not gonna take it because I don't have twelve point six million dollars to take it. But I'm gonna take that this card went for twelve point six million dollars. This is when you look at iconic baseball cards, my mind goes to the Honus Wagner card and this Mickey Mantle card. And the card game is blossoming. It's gone insane. We recently saw like a, a a card of LeBron James go for something ridiculous. I can't give you the abs, the the price there, but it was a card. It had a a piece of every jersey from every team he's playing on. So it was a Cavs, Heat, and Lakers, all a piece of a jersey, all in the same card that was signed. It went for a ridiculous amount of money. This is so cool. Um, so. I don't have the money to take it, but I'm going to take it in theory. How's that? Yeah, I wish I had $12.6 million to buy anything, let alone a baseball card. But I got uh, I got a Ken Griffey Jr. rookie card. I got a Nolan Ryan rookie card laying around. But, you know, we'll hold I on to that retirement say, plan. Retirement if, plan. If I did have $12.6 million, I don't know if the first thing I'd buy would be a Mickey Mantle baseball card. But let's say I had a billion dollars. Then I would buy that Mickey Mantle card. I think it'd be cool. It's jump change. All right, Ben, that does it for Take It or Leave It. Uh, we're going to head on to something that you've been uh, concocting. It's your top five dream rotation. What do you got? Ah, uh, Yes, something that I have been concocting. Um, my dream rotation. Now, this is going to be amongst current pitchers. So... You know, the Nolan Ryans, the Bob Gibsons, the Sandy Koufaxes of the world. They're not going to be in this, but for another time that will be. This is current pitchers. And the number five in my rotation is Corbin Burns, the NL Cy Young Award winner last year. He's been phenomenal this year. Also, uh, flipping bats, friend of the pod. Um, Look, he's dominant. Imagine having him as a number five in a rotation. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, He throws 97, 98-mile-an-hour cut pieces. He's disgusting. He's so good. And over the last few years, uh, he's been one of the best pitchers in all of baseball. So I have him at number five. Moving on to number four in my rotation. From the New York Yankees, Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole is nasty um, since he, you know, with, with the Astros, he was dominant, comes over to New York, has been dominant, um, obviously going with a Garrett Cole in my dream rotation. I know him well. He's a fantastic human being, a great dude. Um, so maybe that plays a part in it. And if it doesn't play a part in your dream rotation, then you don't have to have him. But in my dream rotation, I'm having Garrett Cole because, one, he's a great pitcher, and, two, he's a great person. And that's why he's at number four on my starting rotation. Let's move on to number three. And number three, I have Shohei Otani because of course I do. He is fantastic. He has Cy Young caliber stuff. Do I think Shohei wins the Cy Young Award this year? No. I want that to be my brother. But do I think Shohei can win one in the future? Absolutely. Shohei has been dominant all year long. He's been striking out so many guys. His ERA is minuscule this year. Nobody has more, nine or more strikeout games this year than Shohei Otani does. He's also just inventing pitches on the fly. He's never really thrown a sinker. 
but in the last couple of starts, he's found one, and he just started throwing it, and it's in the upper 90s still, and it's moving all over the place. Is it perfect yet? No. It's a work in progress, but the fact that he just pulls this out of nowhere and implements it into his arsenal and continues to dominate is really cool. And Shohei Otani is here at number three because, one, he's a great pitcher, and two, I'm his biggest fan, and I want him here. So, there. Moving on to number two, I have Jacob deGrom. Jacob deGrom is back. He is pitching. He is pitching well. He's disgusting. When he is healthy and he is right, there is no better pitcher on the planet. That's how good he is. He throws upwards of 100. He sits 100. He has a slider that's 94 miles an hour. He is disgusting. And I will reiterate, when healthy, it, it, it's, it's unlike anything that we have ever seen. The stretch that he has been on, if you just look at the last few years and put it all together, he is dominant. And there was a chance last year if he continued on the stretch he was, which obviously he wasn't, but he was on pace to break Bob Gibson's all-time ERA in a single-season record. We could have been looking at a pitcher MVP last year if DeGrom stayed healthy. That's just how dominant he is, and now he's back and healthy and looking good again. Jacob DeGrom is here at number two in my rotation. And at number one in my all-time, nope, not all-time, at number one in my current dream rotation, it's Justin Verlander. Yes, the obvious plays a factor here. He is my brother, and he's at number one in my rotation. But he's also, hopefully, um, he's on pace to win his third Cy Young Award. How cool would that be? He's the current favorite, which I've been saying all year long, but no, no, no. But now he is the current favorite to win. Um, he has been unbelievable. He's 39 years old. After two years of not pitching, his ERA is well below two. He's pitching better this year than he did in 2011 when he won the AL MVP award with the Detroit Tigers. That's how good he's been all in a year where he's coming back from Tommy John's surgery. Justin Verlander this year is remarkable. And I am so, so proud of him. Um, did, I, did I imagine these numbers for Justin? Well, no. But did I imagine a dominant year? I did. And when I did my who I thought would be a top 10 pitcher in baseball this year, that's why Justin made the list. And now here he is um, at the end of August being as dominant as he, am, as he is. I am so proud of him. And um, I am so um, lucky to watch him pitch every five days. It has been a dominant year. And to be able to call him my brother and to watch him go out every fifth day this year has been special. So uh, he rounds out my dream rotation, which is my number five, Corbin Burns. My number four, Garrett Cole. My number three, Shohei Otani. My number two, Jacob deGrom. And my number one is Justin Verlander. So that wraps that up, and that also does it for this Tuesday episode of Flippin' Bats. Thank you all for listening to this one. This Tuesday episode is always a lot of fun. 
because my favorite segment is here this week in Shohei Otani news. So I hope you all enjoyed that. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. Thank you all for listening. Hit that subscribe button wherever you are listening, Apple, Spotify, Google, anywhere. You can also follow on all social media. We have a Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and you can watch every episode as well on YouTube at Flippin' Bats Pod. Thank you all for listening. This one has been a lot of fun, and I will see you tomorrow for another episode of Flippin' Bats. Peace.